everybody. Jim Malone here. It is Dallas Trading Floor for Tuesday. Uh, this is show number 220, which is wow. <laughs> when I first started this, I didn't think I was going to get that many shows, but yeah, it just keeps on keeps on coming. So uh, basically uh, what I was doing, working on a little bit of a kind of a fun little thing here, um, sort of a, a, a put spread on um, on Tesla that I thought I show, would show you. I made a little video on it. I'm going to be posting it later, but hopefully I could get it to, uh, you know, to kind of show here. So uh, I'm, what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to see if I can, um, you know, see if, see if I can put it up on the screen because it's, it's kind of an interesting opportunity. I don't know. It may be a little bit too late to uh you know to 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 do this one but and i didn't get quite finished editing it but hopefully i'll kind of show you this without uh you know so that you could kind of see it and and kind of see what i'm talking about here um it's uh loading right now so here we go in just a second i'm gonna show you this little thing this is a put spread here we go and uh so here the earnings are coming oops well that it kind of uh, <laughs> was a little bit oh, faster than usual. So let's see if I can get that going. Well, oh. Their earnings are coming up for Tesla. And I just did this uh, Tesla put spread that you might be interested. This is what I did to make the put spread happen. I first bought a 29 January 835 Tesla put for 1330. Uh, then I simultaneously sold a 29 January uh, for uh, 84250 put for 1750. The expected payout is shown here in this chart. If uh, after the earnings, uh, Tesla uh, moves above 835, then you can see I will make a maximum profit of 170. But if it moves up just to 845 after earnings, you see I make a potential of. 420. This is a copy of the actual ticket that I um, that I that I placed at Charles Schwab. As you can see. Well, anyways, <laughs> I'm not quite finished editing that yet, but uh, that's my put spread. And by the way, for everybody looking on TikTok, I'll be uh, I'll be posting this uh, after the show, after I kind of do a few more edits. But basically, the uh, the long and the short of it, this is really what I did here was uh, I expect that uh, you know the Tesla earnings numbers probably will be pretty good. It's been moving up, so basically, what I did was uh, I I bought a underlying put an 835 and then i sold a higher put at 845.50 put and uh there was a net credit on this of uh 420 dollars and uh the the maximum risk of course is uh it's about 750 dollars so uh it's a little bit better than uh 50 50 uh 50 50 on this and anyways i just wanted to show you that i'm i'm learning my my editing i'm not the greatest editor yet but i'm working on it so i appreciate your your patience with me and hopefully i'll have this up after the show today but uh just to, to get started just kind of want to show you um the q's qqq this is the largest trust this is the called the qqq uh trust and what it is basically is that it's um it, it's the four, it's the NASDAQ 100. And so all the bigger, you know, the fangs are all in here and all that stuff. It's been moving up very nicely. Uh, but, uh, and it's holding this, holding this nice trend. It's above the, uh, the 10 day line 
and the 21-day exponentials. So that's looking pretty good. And the relative strength for this is quite good. So um, that's kind of how it's been moving. The, the market is, you know, not everything is moving up in the market, but uh, the Qs seem to be doing okay. Now, with the S&P 500, uh, there is another, uh, there's another ETF that I like to always look at and kind of analyze. And this is also kind of moving up, you know, kind of holding, you know, holding steady. Uh, at uh, 384. Now, the key level on this really is about 360, and it's well above that. So that's looking good. The relative strength is a little bit low. Now, here is there is a little bit of concern here uh, on the S&P. We may be heading into some heavy weather coming up, but at least we're not there yet. And one, and that is this this uh, this 200-day moving average, uh, and it looks like it. You know, it is moving up and. In, in, you know, with with the trend, so that's good. But the relative strength, I don't like that at forty-seven. That should be a fifty or better. Uh, so we're a little bit lagging in the S and P. Most of the investment seems to be going, you know, to the normal, you know, to the to the usual suspects, which is which is basically the um, the uh, the, uh, the 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 hundred largest stocks in the Nasdaq, the uh, Nasdaq one hundred. So, without further ado, thanks for bearing with me, and hopefully, I'll try to get this video out on the Tesla put spread. I'll probably try to get that out, and I probably should be out about after uh, about thirty to forty minutes after the end of the show. I wasn't quite finished with it, so eh, well, I tried to show you the best I could. Okay, here we go. What's the buy point on IZEA? Let's look at IZEA. Thanks so much, Jay. I-Z-E-A. Let's look at it really quickly. And it operates a online marketplace. I'm not familiar with this one. It's a fairly inexpensive stock. Currently, it's selling for $6.61. There isn't really a buy point, but there is a consolidation on it, sort of right at this level, about four, um, $4.80. Now, here's what I would do on this one, because this is, first of all, this is a, this is a lower price stock. This is a, you know under $10. So typically, these are going to be more volatile than the other ones. And as you can see here, uh, let's look at the monthly chart to kind of look at the whole history of this. You know, it's finally moving back to kind of where it started out. It's, it, you know, it went way down. <laughs> it, it, it basically started here in 2015. And then from 2015, all the way through here, it, it went down and finally it's regaining. It looks like some of its strength. So finally it's above six, which is a kind of a good sign. We want to see if it'll move above this level here. And that is, I'll just set that alert on there, uh, and and that basically is is about six fifty. So, but it's right now you really can't buy this uh, because, as you can see, the 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 buy point it's below the buy point. The buy point is about seven sixty two. I wouldn't buy this one though, uh, just because it's not firmed up enough, and this may pull back significantly. So, let's take a look at the, at the uh, some of the checklist items to see well six out of nine that's not bad the fund ownership it does actually have some funds in it eight and not a, not a very big stock here uh and um so here's the thing i would say on this one i probably would not buy this one this has declining sales and it does not have it has, it has a very low fund count at two percent this is going to be a very volatile stock so jay i just wouldn't recommend this one uh you, i don't even recommend it for a watch list just because just based on those things so that's kind of how i would have to have to have to say let's take a look at uh, blank blank has just been doing great and as you know uh i i hold blank currently in in my portfolio let's see let's go to my portfolio now so i can 
give you a look-see at that. There we go. I'm just doing, uh, let's see if I can pull that right up here. Didn't quite have all the time I would like to prepare, but I can show you the, um, the, you know, my holdings currently, and this kind of gives you an idea of it. So I'm going to switch over there. This is currently what I'm holding. And uh, as you can see, uh, the blink is in there. It's up $13 today, $59.66. Wow, that's incredible. I started accumulating that this summer really about uh, $11. So sometimes cheap stocks can make money, and that's definitely the case here. Progeny is off a little bit, but uh, Tesla has, has seems like it's stabilized right above the 880. We'll see what happens with... Um, you know, with the with with the earnings, hopefully it'll be good, and hopefully it'll stay above about that uh, eight forty five in order in order to make that uh, that put spot spread work. I do have a I do have a um a spread on Amazon, and that's looking pretty good too. Palantir's off a little bit, uh, but uh, I do have calls on that, so that kind of gives you an idea of where I'm at. Now let's take a look at um at Blink. And this is just moving up tremendously. I don't know if there's a there's a I don't know what's going on with that. If there's a put spread or whatever is going on, but it's just you know it's just moving right up. That is just moving right up. It's got a relative strength of ninety nine. Again, I've been in this for a while, and uh, it, you know the checklist is is not bad. Seventy seven. It does have some nice um, fund ownerships. About eleven percent. It's moving up. It's it's getting it's getting better. Uh, but uh, what I like about this is that it has nice. Um, it has, it has, it has, it has nice earnings that are starting to, to, to flow into there. So let's look at the daily chart, kind of see, boy, it just, it just boom. It just moved really, really off that, uh, that, uh, 21 day exponential. And it just, just, and then just boomed right up from the 10 day. So <clears throat> it's up $13. I cannot quite figure out why that is the case. I will be liquidating my shares in Blink, and that'll be on the 29th, so that's coming up on Friday. I have a 50 call that I sold against uh, some of the shares that I have, so that probably will sell me out of the uh, of that. So what do I think about Blink? Uh, I probably right now, I think you want to, unfortunately, I think you kind of probably missed it. Let's wait for it to settle down a little bit. Maybe that would give you an opportunity. Let's look at Plug. Of course, this is the one I'm not in. Of course, <laughs> it's up seven seventeen today, so looking pretty good. Let's take a look at that as well. Uh, here we go. Um, this the, we've got earnings. Oh, let's see. Yeah, on on the twenty sixth. So I, we're definitely right before earnings. This probably will pull back a little bit, <coughs> but uh, can we get uh, you know? Can we get something? Still a great checklist. Ownership is very, very strong. Wow. Can you buy it at this level? Well, I, you know, this is really not the proper place. This is heavily, heavily extended. What do I mean by extended? Well, when you see, when, when, when you see the top of this, oops, when you, when you see the top of this line this far from the 40 day, that's, that's extended. So that's a lot of, that's a lot of white space in there. So that's definitely pretty, pretty far extended. Um, let's see Let's look at the daily chart to see just, is there any, there's just really, is not any place, uh, you know, but it's been hugging this 10 day line right here. So where could you buy this? Well, you know, uh, it is making a higher high. So, you know, potentially it is, it, you potentially could buy it at this level. 
but uh, it would be it would be it would be highly risky. Uh, I, I think you need to wait for it to settle down in about the sixty level before buying it. I think this is really for plug. I think you know you just got to kind of wait on this one. Unfortunately, you know it's sometimes really hard to buy these uh, because they move up so quickly, and uh, you know <laughs> you can't you can't uh, you can't get in there in time. Let's take a look at uh, TikTok. Thanks for bearing with me here. And by the way, the uh, the video, the short minute video, I'm, I'm limited to a minute. That's why I have to trim these um, on my put spread for Tesla. Uh, I'll have that up hopefully to TikTok here probably right after the show. Um, will Zoom go up tomorrow? Who knows? Um, you just don't know. Typically on earnings, uh, you know, even with good earnings, typically uh, there they, there's a tendency for, for issues to move down actually after earnings. Um, you know, uh, you know it, that's, that's typically the way I like to play them. And I like to play these spreads because, because what it, it limits my risk. And then, of course, when it, <laughs> when it moves down, um, sometimes, you know, you can make money as it moves up or moves down. Now, on the Tesla put spread, I am anticipating that it's going to hold about the the 845 level because it just seems like on the charts that's been the case. So uh, I don't always necessarily do a uh, a bear put spread. A lot of times I do a bull put spread, and that's exactly what I have done on Tesla right before the show. I I put together a little a little video on it, and hopefully I'll have it out. And I did show it to everybody on <laughs> on YouTube the on the YouTube feed. Um, but, uh, on, on the other feeds, uh, you know, Hey, I'm going to get it out after the show. So thank you for holding on for that. I appreciate it. Um, okay. Which is better N N O X or F G L T. Well, I don't know either of them. So let's take a look at, um, N N O X and that is nano X imaging and it's an Israeli based company. Interesting. Uh, it's got a interesting chart. So let me put up the chart here for everybody. Uh, on, now this is a question from TikTok from um, um, from uh, Doe Eight Life. Doe Eight Life. That's a pretty good handle. Um, there's a there's a buy point on this one at sixty nine eighteen. It's pulled up tremendously. So something must be going on. Look at that relative strength. Wow, that's incredible. Ninety six. This is this is a Easter egg day. What do I mean by that? Well, what it, what it, what it means by that is that it has um, click. There we go. Come on, there we go. What I mean by that is that this is the highest volume since this this uh, this cup without handle was made here. And 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 basically, at sixty nine eighteen is the buy point. Now, what is what is making this work? Well, let's look at the checklist. It's uh, six out of nine, so that's acceptable, definitely good. Um, we also have 7% funds and at 35 funds. So this is a relatively thin stock. Let's look at the weekly chart just to kind of get an idea. Yeah, this is an IPO. Okay, uh, one, two, three. You know, we're getting right to the point. This is this is a good IPO base. It started here. It it it, uh, it it came out of the box. It went up and then it pulls back, and so now it's right. Uh, it's moving beyond its pivot. So that's very good. Sixty nine eighteen is the pivot on this one. So let me go ahead and see if I can uh, put that up here on the on the on the banners. Uh, so uh, sixty nine um, for this one uh, NNOX the buy point on this one is equal to um, 69 
Um, let's see. Uh, 69.18. So hopefully I got that in there. Yeah, 69.18. So that's the buy point on the stock. Very interesting. Um, 69.18, uh, and that's that's really basically right about at this level here. There we go. Oop. That's that that level right there. So that's the that's the pivot right there that we can see. Uh, that's sixty nine sixty. So can you buy it at this level? Well, it's still a little bit risky. It's a little bit thin. There is a negative cash flow. So this is definitely you know a new you know IPO. So this one looks pretty good. So let so let's consider the let's consider the um, the other alternative here, and that's FG. Uh, FLGT. So let's look at FLGT really quickly here. FLGT. And let's get the look at that one. That's um, huh, interesting. Genetics. Temple City, California. I used, I'm from California originally, so that's kind of interesting. Developing flexible and affordable genetic testing. Wow. Okay. So it's up $6 at one cent today. Wow. That's great. Uh, relative strength of 97. I'm not familiar with this company at all. Interesting, interesting chart. Uh, we're definitely above sort of the sort of the high here, which is this fifty-two line here. So let's put that up on the screen so we can take a look at it. All right. So that's about that. This is about fifty-two, fifty-four in that range. We have a relative strength of ninety-seven. So that's very good. Um, we're on the daily chart. So let's pull back to the weekly chart to kind of see the general overall. Boy, I really like this chart. Look at that. It's just going right up like 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 crazy, boy. From March of the nineteen all the way. So this is this has been a consistent performer. Look at that! Wowee, this is a very good this is a very good chart. By the way, uh, let's look at the industry and sector. Twenty up oh, one eight one oh two out of out of one ninety seven. So that's not quite as good a quite a good area as we'd like it, but that's still very good. I mean, look at this checklist. Okay, out of these two. Out of these two, the one I, I think that you have to go for is this FLGT, Flugent Genetics, because I think it's a better chart. But but NNOX is quite good as well. So that, that's also very, very good. So, wow. I, I But I think you really have to go with this one. Now, the question is, where is there a buy point on FLGT? And I'm looking for one. <laughs> I just don't see a buy point. It just looks – sometimes, you know, there's not a base, and you just have to kind of – Start looking. Um, okay, so let's clear some of those alerts. Yeah, we because now we had all those alerts come up. Um, you know what? Here's the thing. Wow, I I think that you could buy it off of the pullback to this 21 day line. Boy, the, here's the thing. If you bought it at this level, you would be very very far extended. I I think that you know you you could buy it at this level. I mean, I I, I you could buy it at this level, but you know, it's a little bit. It's a little bit. It's a little bit dicey to do that. Let's let's look at when earnings are. Wow, it's had a lot of it's had a lot of buying as of late. So, I'm trying to see uh, largest volume since base. So the the volume is definitely picking up. There's no question about it. Um, where could you buy that? You know what? You could buy that off the 21 day line. You definitely could buy off the 21 day line. Uh, you know, and that might be that might be something to go for. Um, so I'm going to put both of those in NOX. Both of those look really good, by the way. 
um, FLGT. Out of those two, I would have to take FLGT, and you could buy it at this level, but he, but be forewarned, you're, you're, you're pretty far extended at this level, and it might pull back on you. So if you do buy at this level, don't buy any more than about half position, and put your stop loss in very tight. Two and a half percent below where you bought it to see, and um, just to see to see that where that would be. Let me take a look to see if I can find a good place for that. You know what? I think your stop loss should be set at sixty four if you bought it, it this. So here's what I would do, and this is a little bit of a risky trade to be honest with you. Um, if you bought it now, I would set the stop loss at about sixty four. It's seventy five, so that's that's potentially more than. You know, that's potentially more than uh, 7% loss. So you have to be careful with that. Um, but uh, coming right out of the gate, you probably could buy this one. Here's what I would do. I probably wouldn't set it all the way down at the 21-day line. I'd probably set it 7% below where I bought it. So that's kind of my, my take on it. And out of those two, FLGT is the clear winner. So let's look at the next question from uh TikTok. Oh, we did that one. Okay. So, Jim, parts is breaking out today. Wow. Do the launch of EV focused on... Well, that's cool. Uh, that's very cool. Um, I don't know much about it. I, You know, I've had parts on my watch list. I think it's great, Robert. Um, I think it's a great company. Uh, I don't currently own it. Uh, I, You know, maybe, maybe I should be reconsidering. Look at that. Wow, it is just broken out tremendously. Let's take a look at the chart. Boy, I you know I hope that you were in this one because this is really nice. It it has a consolidation base at seventeen twenty nine. It's at twenty oh three. Could you buy this now? You know what? You could buy this, and this is looking very sweet, actually. Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! Here's the thing. Um, I don't know if it's going to pull back. Let's look at the sixty minute chart to see. Boy, look at that! It just it just with that news it just took off like you read about look at that look at that look at that okay so really that's pretty much the buy point 1650 you know we're up we're up a little bit high you know we're up a little bit high in this one could we buy this well you know this this is a breakout and i definitely like buying breakouts i'll be honest with you 18 percent uh 88 look at that sector boy you know what i you know the industry rank isn't very good, but one of the things I do really like, and I think this is misqualified, anything that has to do with automobile parts, I love. They just tend to perform very well in in both expanding economies and contracting economies. You know, auto parts are a great business. Um, boy, the, the buy point on this one is 1729. Let me put it out there because I think that, you know, that's so interesting um, on, you know, it's, it's so interesting on that. But uh, the for parts, P-R-T-S, the buy point is equal to um, 1729. Uh, so there we go. Um, you know, that is that is very interesting. So basically, this is where the, you know, this is where the buy point is right here, you know, there we go. That's the buy point. And we're we're pretty far extended above that. You know, we're we're pretty far extended above that. We're, you know, we're almost two and a half, three dollars above that. So we're we're pretty extended here. Okay, we're we're pretty extended above this above this buy point. Um, you know, the question is, can you buy it at this level? Well, you know, here's the thing. It's probably gonna pull back tomorrow. 
But I think that if it pulls back and it reverses, you could definitely buy this thing. It's got a lot of very, very good signs here. Very strong accumulation. And I really like that. Uh, it also has, on the weekly chart, we also have lots and lots of funds that are in it. 213 are in this one. It's 99% owned by funds. Very much liking that. So it looks as if there is most of the weak hands here have been taken out. So here's the thing. You could definitely buy this right now, but you want to put your stop loss in. You know, I would I would put my stop loss in at about 14, right about here. And that's 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 the that's 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 where I'd put my stop loss there. Because you know, typically it may pull back, but look at this chart. I mean, this is a cup, and it's not it's a cup without handle, but it's a very nice buy point on a consolidation base 1729. Wow, that is looking very good. <laughs> very, very good. So so thank you very much for that. Um, you know, for for that uh you know, for that question, I mean, I think Robert, that's just a that's just a great uh, uh, that's a great thing. Could you buy it at this level? You know, if you buy at this level, you got to be a little bit careful because it probably will pull back a little bit. But the buy point, and it's clearly above that seventeen twenty nine. So here's the thing: if it pulls back and it reverses, definitely. I don't know if it'll pull all the way back to seventeen twenty nine. This looks like a really solid breakout. It's got a ninety five relative strength. So here's what I do: I'd probably wait and watch this one, see if it pulls back a little bit and reverses, and I think you might have a winner. This is a this is a good stock, and I've ha I've had this on the watch list. So a very good question, and uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's looking very strong. Let's look at Neo. What do you think about Neo? You know, Neo has been a little bit of a, a funk. I mean, uh, it, it's still a class act when it comes to EV stocks, but it's pulled back. It's just sort of stuck right in the consolidation. So let me show you that. Uh, I'm looking at the weekly chart here. As you can see, for the week, we're down about a dollar, a little over, you know, about dollar eighty-seven. But we still have this extremely strong relative strength at ninety-nine. So that's looking very good. We definitely have some very nice sales going on action, but let's look at the daily so we could kind of see kind of what the daily action is on this. All right, going over there quickly. Oh, yeah, okay. So we're still, you see, this is the thing about Neo that is seems to be an issue, and it just it can't seem to get out of this. Uh, this it, it seems to have it seems to have a lot of uh, overhead resistance here at about fifteen twenty. That's the buy point on it. Um, so, so here's the thing. I mean, you can see we were, it seems to be trading in this range from, you know, right about, um, let's see if I can get the exact number. It's the right in this range about from about, um, about 60, uh, looking about, you know, about 63 here from about 57 to 53. So it's, it seems to be trading in this range right here. So the question is, does, will it reverse off this? It looks like it's reversed off the 10 day line. This one actually may go higher, but here's the thing. I don't know if it has enough strength. Let me just look at some other things here. We still have some very nice um, funds coming in here, 612 funds. Here's what I think is happening with uh, – here's what I have, think is happening with, um, with NEO. Um, it just there, – there seems to be a little bit of a – there seems to be quite a few – there's still a lot of weak hands that need to get uh, taken out here. So here's what I would do with Neo. I would probably wait a little bit, see if it pulls back, uh, and then reverses. See if it pulls back to, and I don't know if we're going to get a chance to do this, but I, let's see if it pulls back to the 40-day line. I don't know if I would buy it at this level. Now, I could be totally all wet, 
because here's here's the reason I wouldn't. You know, it, we had a breakout. We had a nice breakout here, but then it, it, it hit the ceiling at 66 and then it retreated and then it came back up. It tried to make another attempt. It retreated. That means that there's still a lot of people that need to sell before this can go higher. So remember, for a stock typically to go higher, the weekends have to be taken out. So what do I mean by weekends? Well, typically, if you have funds, a lot of funds in a property, uh, in a stock, they don't sell as easily. So they typically will ask higher prices, and this pushes the price, this pushes the bids up. So when the weekends are taken out, that's when it can really run. Now, it just seems like there is, there is an, there seems to be sort of this resistance right here at 60 for this stock. So here's what I would do. I think you're going to have to wait list, watch list a NEO here. I just don't think it's ready yet. (laughs) I just, I don't know. I don't think uh, it's ready yet. Um, Alex, thank you very much for the question on EXPI. You know, I, um, I, I should have done a, um, a split, um, a, a, an analysis of the split. Instead, I did a Tesla uh, put spread that I, that I put up. Instead, I did a, the, that, that Tesla put spread. Here's the thing about um, EXPI. Typically with a split, a stock split, the stock moves up the most uh, up until the day right before the day of record. Uh, I mean, excuse me, the, the day before the split. So it, it probably is going to be a you know, fairly good time to hold it into into that but you want to always sell it before it splits because interestingly enough it it most nine times out of ten a stock will run up in anticipation of the split and then when the split happens yeah it doesn't it doesn't move anymore so this is definitely in the stage of running up before the split as you can see so it's running up before the split now the split is going to happen and I, I don't know the exact date on this but I do think that you know we probably will see this thing move up uh, some more until it gets to the day before the split. Now, the day after the split, when it starts trading as a split stock, two for one, it's going to change. It's going to definitely trade lower. So, the 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 path of typically is right now we're in a in a in an area where it's moving up. When it gets to the <clears throat> the day before the split, then it will when it starts trading as a split stock then it will it will trade lower and to, you know and that's usually that's usually the way so the, the, the there's five distinct phases of a stock split and you can see this i actually made a video on this it's on youtube at youtube.com slash dallas trading floor and you can see you can kind of see this uh, on there so if you're if you're interested uh you can go over to the um you you, you can go you can go over to uh, youtube.com slash Dell Street and Florida. Of course, I would appreciate it, of course, if you subscribed to my YouTube channel as well. That would be great. Helps me offset some of the costs. So let's go back to the questions. Thank you. All right. Um, OSTK. Let's look at OSTK real quick. OSTK. Did I get that right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, OSTK. There we go. Oops. There we go. Overstock. Oh yeah, this is really this is a good stock, by the way. Uh, I think this was originally yeah, this is originally a Dallas company. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Let me see if I can get you some more information on Overstock. So let's go to the weekly chart. And boy, it it you know the daily hasn't looked good, but all of a sudden, yeah, it it seems like it's making this move. 
Okay, so what? Why is it moved up so much? I just don't understand. It's up eighteen dollars. That's tremendous. We've got nice sales going on. I'm liking that. Definitely have some very a lot of accumulation going on here. Funds are 70, 45% in this. That's very good, by the way. Typically, a stock moves its most when the fund ownership goes from about 20% on up to about 65%. And we're definitely in that sweet spot. So that's looking good. Well, the question is, why is it going up so much? I just can't figure this out. So let me see if I can take a look. Well, the, look at the checklist. The checklist is excellent. The ownership is, you know, good i mean it's it's definitely we've definitely moved up 301 let's look at the industry um 87 out of 197 so that's good too wow everything seems to be going for this let's see if we can find a place that we can buy this there's no real base pattern in here unfortunately but it does look like we had a nice reversal off the 200 day line and that's kind of what's been driving it so and that's been one two three four weeks so it looks, you know, it looks like if it, if it could move above that, you know, here's the thing. I would probably watch this this one. I, I know this sounds strange. Uh, I probably wouldn't buy it until it was at least about 122. So that was, that's my, that's my view on that one. It's an excellent stock. I just think it's a little bit extended. I think you, we missed the bounce on that one. And, uh, you know, but this is, this is a good stock. Uh, let me put that in there. OSTK. Um, let's take a look at uh, our RCL, this is Royal Caribbean. I don't think this is going to be too good. RCL, yeah, okay, Royal Caribbean. You know what? Here's the thing. I think you want to avoid this one, Will. Um, you know, I think you're better off with overstock. Believe me, I think you're really much better off with overstock. Here, there, there is some sy systemic risk with um, with Royal Caribbean. As you can see, the last the last buy point on this one basically was way back here. At 13104, and it's currently at 66. So you know what? I just, I mean, yes, it has it has come back from from there, but you know what? I just I don't think you want to be in this one. We have a lot of selling going on. No, I just think you just take this off your list. I mean, it does have a you know, it's it's an it's terrible relative strength 50. Typically I like to see at least, at least I like to see uh an 80. Let's 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 look back at um at Overstock, I think Overstock is just a much better deal than Royal Caribbean. I, I just don't think you should stick out of those, those, um, you know, those, those kind of, you know, travel and leisure stocks. You really got to be careful of this because, you know, the economy hasn't really opened, reopened yet. You know, this has a relative strength. You know, this is so much better. The relative strength is 98. Here's the thing. Typically, I like to buy stocks at the very top of the, of, of the power curve. I like to buy stocks that are in the top 1%. That's why I'm such a Tesla bull, to be honest with you. And I have been for a long time. Now, an overstock is a superior stock. Why? Because it's outperforming all but 2% of the market. So that's a much better stock than Royal Caribbean. Now, Royal Caribbean may come back, maybe in my lifetime. But right now, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. So, Will, if you, if you want to look between overstock and Royal Caribbean, it's overstock all the way. And, um, you know, I just I just think that, you know, Royal Caribbean may be a good time, uh, maybe in 10 years. But right now, they're just in trouble, and the charts show it. All right, so let's look at Datadog, D-D-O-G. Datadog has been an absolute favorite of a lot of traders, and it has done great. Uh, I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely got some nice base patterns. Let's look at the weekly chart first to kind of get an idea. All right, it had this nice cup. 
This is a cup without handle with a buy point. Oh, it is a cup without, excuse me, 111.49. So we're right below that. So let's look at the daily to see if we could see that cup. Yeah, okay, so we have this nice cup and we're pulled back down and we're, we're yeah, okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing you have to do on this. This is going to be a tough one to buy, okay, because it looks like we have two handles. We have a handle here and then we have a shorter handle here. So here's the thing. It's not yet time to buy it. But here's what you want to do on this one. And I do think this is a good stock. At 86, is, I, I'd like to see this higher, but 80 or better is good for me. So <laughs> here's what I would recommend on, on this one. Here's how I would play it. Now, I'm not in the stock, so but I would set a, a buy stop limit order for... Um, one 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 forty nine. So that's where I would set my buy stop limit order. Oops, let's get over there. And four. Uh, data dog. Add that banner up there. There we go. So that's basically what I would I would look to do. Now the the buy stop limit order. How the way that works is is that if, if it <clears throat> moves up and above this line here, and that's the pivot, then you're buying it, okay? The reason why is because this is a ceiling here. This is, this is, this is a ceiling. It has a cup with handle, and if it moves above that handle, that's what they call the neckline. If it moves above that, then it's going to probably move a lot higher because it's because what's happened is the weak hands have been have been taken out. So what do I mean by weak hands? Well, what pushes a stock up is not necessarily its value. You know, everybody says, you know, you've got to look at the fundamental value of the company and everything like that. No. What pushes a stock up, at least in the short term, is the difference between supply and demand. Now, when you have a lot of supply, that means you have what they call weak hands, people willing to sell for a low or medium price. When the supply the supply dries up, and the supply dries up when people that have the shares don't sell the hair, shares and demand a higher price, that's what pushes the stock up. So when the weak hands are taken out, that's when you're going to see the stock price go up. Right now, the reason that you have a cup with handle is that what happens is it the trading goes goes up and up and up as the supply decreases, and then you get to a um, you get to a a, a, a pivot a, a to 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 a to a high point. Now, once that reaches, then all the strong hands basically start selling, okay, and they continue to sell and can sell, and then eventually it gets to the point where all the weak hands have been taken out, and then the strong hands start demanding more, and so it goes moves up and up and up and up, and then you get to this bought this pivot here at 11149 and that's where supply comes in in, in uh, becomes equal with demand okay and then once that happens then it will go sideways and then if there's more weak hands then it'll start retreating again now this is why you want to buy as it moves above this pivot point that's that's where you're going to have more strong hands holding the shares and because they're strong hands they won't sell the lower price and that will tend to push the highs higher there'll be less supply so uh on on uh, on datadog 
you can definitely buy this, but I would buy it above 11149. So where I would actually set my stop loss, uh, my buy stop limit order is 11149 plus 10 cents. And that's where I would set it for that. So that's looking pretty, pretty good. So let's see. So let's get to the next, the question. Let me just, did I, um, because we were talking about Datadog and I want to get your other question. Wowee. Uh, parts. Okay. Look at that. Look at that. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. I had to find the, find the question again. Q-R-T-E-A. I'm not, I don't know that one either, but uh, let's look at it. And that's um, Q-R-T-E-A. And that is um, Quattrell Retail uh, Engaged in Video and Online Commerce Industries in um, North America, Europe, and Asia. I'm not familiar with this company. This is sort of a, not a penny stock. It's $13. Um, but it does have a strong relative strength, and I'm always liking to see that. Uh, relative strength of 95, so that's very good. It's a relatively thin stock, relatively small stock. Um, so let's see if it has enough. Okay, it has had increasing sales. I do like the chart. It you know it had been going down, but then basically just exactly what timed with the market, it then turned around. So that's so that's that's good. So it's following the market, and it's in the top five percent. So I like to see that. Also, we have nice sales growth, and this is what I really like to see: increasing fund ownership. And fifty-four percent of this company is owned by funds, so that's very good. Management owns three percent, so there's a there's a strong uh, there's a lot of strong hands there. Now, why do I look at that 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 fund ownership? Well, funds typically, by definition, are strong hands, so they typically don't sell at cheap prices. It's when you have a lot of retail investors in there that's many times when the greatest number of sellers, the weak hands, will sell. So that's looking very, very good. Okay, so let's look at the monthly chart to kind of look at it at its whole history. It started in 2006, and now, of course, it's 14 years later in 2020. Now, it's reaching its all, it's almost reached its all-time high. It's always a best idea to look at stocks when they're reaching their all-time high. So what would I do with this stock? Well, you know what? I would watch list this one. And I would wait on this one until we went above about 1450. Why? Because that would be the all-time high. You always want to try to buy a stock when it's making a new high or it's within 15% of its all-time high. And as a matter of fact, that's on the O'Neill checklist right here. So I'm going to pull up the checklist here. And it's an excellent checklist, 8 out of 9 or 88%. So here's one of the criteria that I really like, and that's percent off of its all-time high. 15%. Yes, it passes on that. The only thing it, it the only thing it is failing on is sales percentage change. Did it grow over 20% uh, last year? Well, it, it didn't quite make 20%, but let's look at kind of where the sales increase did. It was 10%. So that's not that that is sort of a it's not a red flag, but we would like to see a higher number there. So, but this is looking quite, quite good. But would I buy it at this level? Well, probably not. I would wait on this one until it was above about 1450. Now, with Datadog, I definitely think you can buy Datadog because it is it is moving above that that important 111 buy point. So, of these two, I think you want to look at uh, Datadog, and uh, I think you want to look at it to buy it, but only if it goes above about 110. So, that's a great question. I really appreciate it. 
Now, see a question from TikTok. Um, all right. So I need to get to – thank you for joining and following. I really appreciate it. Change your shirt. <laughs> okay. Well, I need to get a new shirt. I agree with you. I agree with you. I gave away most of these, the shirts that I have, uh, but, uh, you know, oh, well. I, I will get a different color. Um, all right. Would uh, what would what would I tell somebody who shorted GME from the 15 area and is still holding? Um, bail. <laughs> uh, for everybody out there that doesn't know this, GME is GameStop, and of course it's based in Grapevine, which is a suburb of Dallas, and it's one of the most heavily shorted stocks out there. And we had what we call a short squeeze. And this is what a short squeeze looks like. It's just this rooster top, and it's like it's it's up eighty one eighty one dollars in in this week. How can that be? Well, what's happening is thirty five percent of the people here shorted it. Wow, that's that's that sucks because they shorted it. Basically, I think right about here. I, I think it's right about here. So they're all having to buy these shares, and the strong hands aren't selling. So the price is, price is up. Now, if I had shorted GME in the $15 area, uh, you know what? Um, I, you know, you, 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 know you, <laughs> you could still hold. It's probably going to come back. You know, hopefully you won't be forced out of the position. But you know what? I think that, you know, it's going to be hard for you. It, it's it's, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard for you. You know? you know, the question is, do you take your lumps now or do you wait? I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna get skinned either way. Unfortunately, yeah. I I, I think you're gonna get skinned. On, oh, this is one of the dangers in shorting a stock when the market is in a confirmed uptrend. Right now, and that's the thing. Um, you know that I usually show the first slide on my uh, that I show typically on YouTube is I show the direction of the market. And if we're in a confirmed uptrend, it's not a good time to. It's really, really not a good time to be short anything in the market. Um, I mean, you can, you can do it, you know, you can do it with, you know, spreads and stuff like that, but you really want to be careful when the market isn't a confirmed uptrend shorting anything. So it's kind of a dangerous move. I mean, yes, there, you can do very well, but very dangerous move to do that. So I just thought I would kind of give my editorial on that. Um, what are your three top spicks for 2021? Um, we buy them. You know what? I just don't know, but I, that's a good idea for a show. I I still think, and and I know this is incredible, but I still believe that Tesla probably will go higher, so if that can be believed. Uh, I I I uh, I think it actually may go higher, which would be incredible. I do think that you know electric vehicles are going to be very big, and uh, you know it, it, electric vehicles, solar you know solar that kind of area seems to be good. I also believe that potentially, depending on the reopening on the economy. I think that we might be in a situation where some of the oils might start might start performing. I'm going to take a look at Fang, which is Diamondback Energy. It's not the Fang stocks; it just has the symbol Fang, F A N G. Now, it's the Biden administration. Uh, the oils probably won't do as well because you know we're going. We've canceled the, the XL pipeline, which probably is a mistake because. Uh, Canada depends on it very, very greatly for their income, even though they say that they don't. <laughs> they really do. Um, and it's going to hurt them, and it's probably going to hurt us too uh, with, with revenues that we won't be seeing. But this is FANG, and I just want to show this to you. 
Uh, this is called Diamondback Energy, and uh, they are they are basically do do unconventional and offshore oil and gas in the Permian, which is uh, actually part of it's around Midland, Texas. That's where the Permian Basin is. A lot of the uh, fracking air goes on there. Um, but this one is starting to kind of move out from its slumber. Now, it, it, it probably isn't a buy yet, but it does have an 85 relative strength. Now, here's the thing. This will work if there's a good rotation. Right now, it's not something to buy because it's only five out of nine on the checklist. Um, it does have good ownership, though, 80, 62% of funds in here. And we do have, you know, they were, you know, I think that they are starting to increase once again. The checklist is not good, but I definitely think this is worth a watch list. And the reason is because if the economy starts to reopen, this will probably move up to about the 120 range. We're right now in 60. So this definitely, this stock could definitely double. So if you're looking at a stock possibly that might do quite well in next year, and I, and I can't guarantee this, it would be this one, FANG. Diamondback Energy. So that's one of the ones that I think that you might look at. Also, of course, Tesla. Look at that one. And, um, you know, there's some other ones out there as well. You know, it's funny. I actually think, uh, and, and, and I, in a third stock, I'll have to get back to you on that. But those, those are two that you might want to kind of, kind of look at. You know, everybody knows Tesla, but I just, I think it's going to just continue to move upwards. But Fang, if the economy ro- opens up, I think we could see a very nice, um, you know, we could, we could see, we could see some movement back into that because uh, a lot of people want that exposure to some of the oils out there. So, okay. So let's look at BBBY. That's Bed Bath and Beyond. Uh, and of course, I guess there's a controversy with the, the, my pillow guy. Look at that go up. Wow. So it's, yeah. So look at, put. they must be doing something right because look at that. It's in relative strength of 95. There is a, uh, there's a buy point on this one on a first stage cup at uh, 2616. We're pretty far extended from that. We're almost $10. We're almost a third extended from that. Uh, why is it going up so much? I don't know. This is really interesting. Uh, okay. So we have some short interest, 20%. Okay. So 20% of the stock is short. All right. That's interesting. Uh, typically when it gets you know to those levels, there, there can be a short squeeze. It's seven out of nine. Okay. And the ownership is 76% funds. Uh, it has been decreasing a little bit. I don't understand why this is going up, doing so well. There must be some news on this that I'm not familiar with. Um, wow. Okay, well, this is this is kind of, it seems like it's come down. You see, this is, t- so there must have been a, some kind of a short, some kind of a squeeze here. That's probably what it is. You know, I, you know, here's the thing. I would possibly look to possibly, Watch this is when I would get into this now. It's too far extended right now to 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 get into. It's too far away from the uh, the pivot there at twenty six sixteen. So I wouldn't. I would be very little bit careful on this one. Uh, this will pull back, but there's this Easter egg here, and I love that because that means that that is the highest since since this this base formation. So there definitely are. There's definitely a shortage of shares. You can tell that uh, with the supply. So there's definitely a shortage of supply on the shares. Now the question is, what's creating that? Well, it might be it might be a short squeeze. But you know, here's the thing: watch this one, see if this comes down to. I, I think that it may come down to about this thirty-one dollar range. I don't know. I do think that we're going to see this fall and then possibly bounce. If you could buy this between 
30 and 32, it would be good, but always buy it as it's going up. Now, currently it's up $6.19 just today. So I don't understand why that is the case, but it's the case. And we have declining sales. So I can't quite figure this one out yet, but here's the thing. I'd be very careful buying at this level. I think it's a little bit too far extended, but it looks it's, it looks very interesting uh, as well. And it's, it's, it's a good company. Um, all right. So I have uh, thoughts on BB. Uh, is it just a Reddit pump? It might be. Let's look at BB. <sighs> Black Bear. You know what? It's funny. because I, I actually have a friend, uh, an old friend of mine is one of the vice presidents there. So I have no, I haven't talked to him in a while, so I have no insider information, but you know, it looks like, you know, um, you know, there was, let's see, let's see. There was a, you know, it's been getting a lot of love as of late. They do have a, you know, secure tell cell phones is a good business. Boy, I like that gap up. That is super nice. Um, the question is where could you buy that? Well, you know what? I, you know, boy, I think that, I wouldn't buy this right now. Let's see if it settles right about this 15 level. You you might have a winner here. It's got a 98 rolls of strength. Wow. Look at that. And that's a lot of incre- lot of lot of buying going on there. So that's very good. This might be a pump and dump. Its sales are down, so I can't quite figure that out. Funds are 28%. That's good. We've got eh, sort of increasing uh fund ownership, but let's look at the checklist. 7 out of 9, that's good. And the ownership is decreasing a little bit. So in the industry, well, it's it's a little bit low at 131, but I don't, you know, it it says it's in the computer software industry. Um, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a correct calculation. Here's the thing on BlackBerry, I wouldn't buy it right now. Wait for it. Let's see if it forms a base, and if it does, <clears throat> then I think you could definitely get into it. But BlackBerry is definitely a watch list. Um, you know, def, definitely. BlackBerry is definitely a watch list stock. So I'm going to put that down there on my little pad so that I'll know to look at it next time I see it. Okay. So uh, let's look at um, Riot Blockchain. Okay. The, you know, there was a big sell-off in the, um, you know, there was a big sell-off in the cryptocurrency space, mainly because of the fear that when the Biden administration came in that they might be more restrictions on cryptocurrency. That caused uh, uh, GBT, um, Greystone Bitcoin, uh, Grayscale Bitcoin Trust to pull back. Uh, you know, I definitely was sold out. I was, I was stopped out of that. Um, it seems like we have, you know, again, a little bit of a pullback on that. So let's go to the weekly chart. We definitely, you know, last few weeks we've been pulling back. Let's look at the daily at 19... You know, this is a relatively cheap stock, so it's going to be more volatile. You know, it's fallen through that 21-day line, and it's headed towards the 40. It's not in any danger yet, but uh, this is a falling stock. You don't want to catch this. This is a falling knife. But let's look at, uh, instead of this, let's let's look at GBTC. This is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, and uh, they hold about 4% of the world's Bitcoin. So it's sort of following the same pattern. Um, it looks, it may get, and there's been a lot of selling, so... Right now, at least for right now, Bitcoin is probably not the place to be. Um, we'll, we'll see if we get some love at the 40-day line. So here's the thing. I would avoid uh, Riot blockchain. Let's see. Let's look at CCIV. Let's see if we got anything there. That's Churchill Capital. Okay, this is a this is a blank check company. I don't really cover blank check companies only because I just don't know where they're going to be investing in. So 
until we invest, I'm not really, I don't, and I can't really see a chart. I don't like to, don't like to get ahead of my skis there. Um, okay. So let's look at this next one, Byron. Uh, thoughts on PDD. Oh, Pinduadua and 10B. You know, Pinduadua has been doing really good. Um, I don't, I'm not in it. Um, haven't really been in it since the summer, uh, but it's pulled back. It looks like it's coming back down to the 21 day exponential. So let's see if we can kind of see anything here. I'm going to go to the monthly chart here uh, to take a look. Uh, it just seems to be right at that, uh, you know, right on the 21 day line. Relative strength is very good. And we have some strong sales. So uh, up $2.09 for the week. All right, let's go to the the um, the daily chart. You know, we just have this. We have these ascending bases. You know, <laughs> you know. This is the thing. You probably and this is going to be a tough one with Pendua You don't want to. You want to buy it as it moves above one ninety seven seventy. So here's the thing with Pendua uh, on that. Uh, you know, with with PDD. Um, you know, with the PDD, it's an ascending base with a um, 6370 high point. So, hmm. I think I got it. Did I get it? Did I get it right? No, I don't think so. There we go. Yeah. And so basically, I didn't spell it right, <laughs> but it has this ascending base here, and this is the buy point here. Here's the thing with Penduadois. It's a top-rated stock, but I would I would be careful with this one. Wait until it moves above the um, well. With an ascending base, it's going to probably pull back. But uh, let's see if it moves above the buy point at one eighty seven seventy. Really to to look at it. So that's kind of my that's kind of my take on pen doa uh, there. So let's get um, all right. Okay, IBM. Mr. Singh, is IBM on a reversal trend? Good to buy. I haven't looked at, I haven't owned IBM in years. And, um, you know, it's amazing because I can, you know, I'm old enough to remember when, when this stock was bigger, <laughs> much bigger than Microsoft. And, of course, that's not the case anymore. Uh, let's look at the weekly to see. Yeah, you know, it, I just don't like the stock very much at all. It's got a relative strength of seven. Um, let's look at the. Yeah, yeah. This has got a this has got a descent. This is descending. Um, yeah, there's a lot of selling going on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nope, you don't want to do this. I don't even think this is a reversal. I I just I don't think this is the good Mr. Singh. Sorry, I just I you know I don't think this one is going to be give you a very uh, a very good a very good deal. Unfortunately, I don't think this is what it's going to be very good. Unfortunately. Um, all right, so let's look at the thoughts on um, Big C. Hey, Big C, this is in Austin. This is actually an interesting retailer. Um, Big C. I'm not really that excited about the retail. Oh, I'm sorry, Big Commerce, excuse me. I thought it was Big. Yeah, I thought it was Big C. Well, maybe I was wrong. I don't know. 
Okay, it looks this is relatively recent. Yeah, this is in Austin. Yeah, okay, this is an IPO base. Um, it comes out, you know, at, it comes out at 2401 and then it pulls back and then it moves up and then pulls back. You know what? It's not time yet. Yeah, that's not good. 20. Um, you know, I just, I, I think that, no, it's just not a time for this one. Look at that chart. That's not a good chart. It is pulled above the 40-day line, but, you know, here's the thing. You want the 10-day line to be above the 21-day and the 10 days and the 41-day. So, 40-day, excuse me. So, I just, I don't think this is a good one. Sorry. Uh, I would, I would, I would, I would, uh, I would, I would go, I wouldn't buy this one. Let's look at Blink. Now, this is one I've held for a long time. I, I haven't been buying it as of late. Um, I'm probably going to get, uh, uh, I'm probably going to be out of this one just because of the options that I've sold against it. But it just seems to be just really doing good. Um, let's look at the weekly chart on it to see. Yeah, it's just, just moving right up that line, just hugging that 21 day. Wow. Gosh. And this on the weekly, it's up $6.37 for the week. The daily chart is, uh, yeah, it's up $14. Wow. I don't know what to say about this one. I, I think this could actually go higher, to be honest with you. I'm seeing a lot of buying. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of buying. So I, I think this is not necessarily <coughs> a bad time to buy it. Uh, I don't think this is a bad time to buy it. Let's look at the monthly chart. Yeah, it's at an all-time high. This, this this scares me a little bit, you know, you know, but it's still really, really good. I mean, you know, we had this nice, IPO base and then movements up. So you know, I, I, uh, you know what? With wait for this to pull back a little bit. I think you want to put this on the watch list. I think we're a little bit too extended here, Ollie. But this is a. I think this is going to do well. I, I think it's going to do well, and uh, I definitely have it in my portfolio as well. Well, I've gone a whole hour and I didn't answer everybody's question. And I apologize for that. I was working on my um, my put spread video, but uh, I will be putting that up uh, in hopefully in a few minutes here after I get it all. A few little little things that I'm that's learning how to use the, the editing software. So uh, when I get that up, it'll be up. Um, but I'll be back tomorrow at two thirty. And by the way, if you want to uh, get on the action trade alerts, you know I will have um, you know something you know there for you for you. Well, I sent out action trade alert. Um, yesterday, and I may be doing. I don't know if I'm going to get out today, but I'm going to going to finish up this uh, this puts call spread because it's kind of it's kind of of essence. Because unfortunately, it's uh, I don't know if you can get it you can get in on it because it's because earnings are basically tomorrow for Tesla it's like at the end of the at the end of the day. So I try to get that out there. So I'm going to put it out tonight. You might be able to do this in the morning. Um, I think it's. I, I think. I think it might be. Uh, might be doable by this morning. But I'm going to try to get that out. But I will be back um, tomorrow at two thirty, and you know to answer your questions as well. Uh, by the way, for everybody on TikTok, uh, I'm going to be put. I'm going to be posting that video for this bull uh, uh, put call. Uh, <laughs> the uh, bull put uh, the the, uh, the the vertical put spread on Tesla. I'm going to be posting that in a few minutes on TikTok. I mean, and the way you get it is you go to my, uh, uh, you get, you go to my uh, portfolio, you hit the link and you'll see the link to YouTube. And if you're on, if, if you're on uh, YouTube, of course, it'll appear here in a few minutes. So until tomorrow, happy trading. I hope to see you tomorrow and I'll be back at two thirty. <laughs>